When you're looking for a mental health professional, or really any professional, even an auto mechanic, there are certain things that you want to look for in terms of their qualifications. And in the mental health field, there are a lot of things, a lot of words, lots of titles, lots of initials, but what does it all really mean? Today, I want to follow up with a video that I did recently about two words that don't have the same meaning they once did. Welcome to the Courageous Journeys podcast. I'm your host, Peggy Oliveira, former trauma therapist and survivor of childhood trauma. I am so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage, get settled in, and let's take this journey together. So today we're going to talk about certified or certification. So um, this I think can translate into other areas as well. So certainly in the medical field, I think also potentially in the financial field, uh, probably some other fields as well. But where I have seen it and what I, why I'm sharing this with you is really more about the mental health field. So certification traditionally has been an important thing. It's been beneficial and it has meant something. At least I think that was generally the case. I know that even like when I was first in my private practice, there was a certification program that I went through and I, by the end, I thought, well, this is a bunch of BS. So maybe for a long time that has been the case. But again, with online entrepreneurship, the coaching industry and social media, it has become honestly kind of problematic. So if you haven't watched part one, I talked about expert and I shared a little bit more in that about some of the potential harm and that kind of thing in that. So take a look at that one. I'll have a link below. Um, so in this field, at least from my experience, and I, I practiced both in Illinois and in Arizona, um, typically the organizations that offered certification were organizations that were typically led by professionals in the mental health field. Now you can say, okay, what does it mean to be a professional in the mental health field? Because people are calling themselves professionals as well. Um, so traditionally that has meant that you have a degree in something related to mental health. Depending on what that degree is, especially if you're a therapist, it would mean that you have a higher education, like a master's level degree. It would mean that you have work experience both during your degree and after in which you were supervised. Um, typically that would be for a minimum of two years up to four to five years, depending on how quickly you're moving through it. Um, so the people doing the certification program would be professionals in the field. So education, training, and experience. And the organization certified you and you had to pay for the certification. Sometimes you would have to pay annually to keep it up or every two years or something. Um, but it was a certification that was created for people in the profession, um, typically that had a certain minimum level of education. Sometimes you might have even had to be clinically licensed in order to take a certification program. And then you would have your certification. But basically you were going through another part of education by somebody who was qualified to be teaching that particular thing and generally would have quite a bit of experience. 
Well, what has happened over these last several years with these three things together is that it has become a situation in which anybody, and I literally anybody, I'm going to use that word very specifically again, can create a certification program. They can certify, and I'm putting that in quotes, they can certify people to be whatever it is they want to certify people to be. What I have seen happening a lot is, um, and again, I tend to pay attention to things more specifically related to trauma, but I have seen a lot of certified trauma recovery people, and and there could be some different wording around that. Um, certified somatic practitioner is another one that I have seen many times. Um, something within kind of that phrasing. So somatic is a huge word right now. Trauma is definitely a huge word right now. Um, neuroscience, brain training, neurodivergent certifications. I'm seeing lots of things about those as well. And what does any of it really mean? Well, part of the problem with the lack of regulation is that it doesn't actually mean anything because literally anybody can call themselves anything that they want and they can certify people in anything that they want. So certification, like their doctors are certified in certain things, mental health professionals are certified in certain things. Um, can, they can take certifications. Um, but what has happened, and I'm really disappointed to see this, is that even the organizations that used to provide certification or training to people in the mental health profession, they have jumped on board and now will offer those trainings to anybody. And I could see some positives in that. But unfortunately, going back to my first video and the coaching industry and how it tells people that you're an expert when you're not, people then take these certifications because the organizations are not good at telling people what this means for them. And sometimes they can get actually certified and sometimes they're not able to be certified, but they can still take the training. And because it's a certified tr or training for certification, again, most people don't understand really the difference um, and through no fault of their own. These organizations have now opened up mental health training to just regular people. And so they then, whether they get the technical certification or not, believe that they're qualified to use what they've learned in the same way other people that went through that certification process are equipped to do. Um, and that is a problem. I, I put that responsibility on those organizations, purely on those organizations. Certainly the coaching industry plays into that, but that is something that they've chosen to do, I guess, for money. Um, and I've seen several that I used to take CEUs with um, myself are now doing that. And um, again, it's very disappointing and I'm not going to try, I'm going to try not to go off on that. But what I have also seen is that there are a lot of coaches who will create a certification in something related to life coaching or more specifically, often, again, trauma or other types of mental health related types of things, psychology related things. And so somebody takes that training and they get certified and they then believe that they are now qualified to do that. And again, going back to my previous um, episode on what really is an expert um, and the problem 
with all of these things coming together in this industry, um, they believe that they're unqualified to do the thing that that certification tells them they can do. And without, I'm not going to go into it a whole lot here, but I just want to also kind of say again that without the full understanding, it can be actually dangerous. Um, again, not blaming the person doing it, blaming the systems, the structures, the this, all of that on creating the situation. Um, so literally, again, and I want to really emphasize this, anybody can create a certification program. And what is happening even more now with AI is that like a 10-year-old can uh, uh, relatively savvy, don't even need to be that savvy, somebody who is interested at 10 years old can use AI to basically create a certification program for trauma recovery. Let's use that as an example. And I've seen a lot of trauma recovery coaches or some version of that. Um, some say that they're certified in something. Um, certified somatic practitioner is a big one that I've seen. Um, and again, maybe that means something. Maybe they're training um, their education qualifies them as a mental health professional, but most of them that I've seen do not. But a 10-year-old can use some AI and create a certification course for become a trauma recovery, a cert certified trauma recovery coach. Do this training and you'll be able to do that. And literally with just using AI, they can create everything. They can create the copy for a landing page. They can do a free website. They can charge money for it if they want to um, and have somebody take this course and become certified and believe that they are not qualified to do this work. So being certified in something just at face value doesn't mean anything. It really doesn't. Again, I want to emphasize, it doesn't mean that all certifications do not mean something. But it's important as a consumer, again, thinking about this as a consumer and the risk of harm, when you are hearing people talk about something, and typically if they're going to be talking about their certification in something, they're likely wanting to sell you something, their services, a course, a program, something along that line, or maybe even another certification course. <laughs> um, but when you when you hear somebody talk about that, when they talk about their experience as a whatever coach, it's important to be able to look up what qualifies that person because the coaching industry is not regulated at all. There is no regulation whatsoever. My understanding is, and I've, I have coach, or I have friends that are coaches. There is one organization, and I'm sorry, I'm not remembering right now what it is, the something International Federation, I think something along that line. So they have a certification program where they certify coaches. Um, I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to speak about whether it's good or bad or not. Um, but they're pretty well recognized. It's, it's a big organization. It's something a lot of coaches have gone through. Um, and apparently... They talk to people about the difference between coaching and therapy and that you're a coach and not a therapist and to refer out. But when people become trauma recovery, and I'm putting that in quotes, 
trauma recovery coaches and they do the certification, they believe that they are qualified and equipped to help somebody heal, again, putting that in quotes, their trauma or move through their trauma or however they're going to word it. So while this organization may do that for the people that are going through their certification program, either they're not listening or there are a whole lot more coaches that are not going through that. Um, and so as a consumer, when you are watching or watching, listening, reading, whatever it is, again, do your research. And I'm using that word in terms of looking that up. Look it up on Google. Do they have a website? What are their qualifications? And I'm not going to go into it a lot here, but their qualifications, particularly around things that are really significant, medical issues, mental health issues, their qualifications need to be more than they went through it, or they're one step ahead or even 10 steps ahead of you. Now, if you're just searching for somebody that gets it, and can support you in just kind of generally, um, you know, something fairly insignificant in your life, that could be a great resource for you. But don't go into it thinking that that person is qualified to do the depth of work that as a survivor, trauma survivor you're likely looking for to get you to ultimately where you want to be. And the risk of harm comes from when you don't have the depth and breadth of understanding all of that, what you suggest to somebody or what somebody is suggesting to you, there may be some merit in what they're saying in a really tiny piece of the puzzle. But when you look at the whole puzzle, when you look at all the pieces necessary, if you're just doing that one piece, it can actually create more problems for you when you're not aware that there are other pieces, how many other pieces or how complicated those other pieces might be. So what does that certification mean? And you can look that up. And if there isn't a solid organization with history behind it that is qualified mental health professionals leading it, just be a little wary. Go into it with that understanding that this person is more a peer and not an expert and not somebody who is qualified to get you ultimately where you want to be. But again, peer support, peer, even mentorship has its place and can be really beneficial. Um, so I know that that doesn't make it easier because it's hard enough to find people. But when it comes to certification, just hearing somebody say that does not mean anything at this point. By itself, without knowing more about it, it just doesn't mean anything. Um, certified brain training specialist is something that I've heard quite a few times. Certified somatic coach. Um, and again, some variation, maybe not coach, practitioner, I think is one of the things I hear a lot. And that word used to mean something kind of too, and it 
doesn't necessarily at all anymore. Um, there's even a pretty big coach that refers to, I don't know if he still does or not, but I have heard him speak before, and he referred to his clinical practice. Um, I have done a lot of searching to see what qualifies him to do clinical practice. And as far as I can tell, there is absolutely no mental health education, no psychology education, um, nothing that would qualify him to do clinical work. Even as a social worker or a therapist, until you've completed your master's program, in the U.S. anyway, until you've completed your master's program and the work that you have to do afterward to get your license, your clinical license, you're not technically qualified to do clinical work on your own anyway, without supervision, regular supervision. So you have to have all of that. So bachelor's level, master's level, after that, you have to have supervised clinical work experience before you can do stuff on your own. And this person, who is also, I think, certifying people in what I'm not exactly sure, um, but referred to his work as clinical practice. And he ended up talking a lot about working with trauma survivors. So just be mindful, maybe even a little skeptical. Take in the information, whatever resonates for you, that's great. But in, unless you know really what qualifies that person, and a certification is not it, just be cautious. Because I have seen it happen in which people follow the guidance of these people, maybe even buy a course or work with them. And because they don't have that depth of understanding, that breadth of understanding, it creates much more harm. And I know there might be some people watching this who say, well, my therapist created a lot of harm. I don't disagree. That can absolutely happen without a doubt. That can happen in the medical field. It can happen in any field. Um, however, with a qualified person who is licensed, if that happens, you can report them to their licensing board. They can be sanctioned. They can lose their license. There are things that can happen as a result of somebody practicing outside of their scope. That's another thing. As a mental health professional, and even as a medical professional, you are not supposed to practice outside of your scope of expertise, and I'm putting that in quotes back to my first um, other video where I talked about being an expert. That's a thing in the mental health profession. You're, you're not supposed to practice outside of your area of scope of practice, which means your training, your experience. And if you are, then you should be getting ongoing supervision around that. Well, within the coaching industry, with this online entrepreneurship, whether you call yourself a coach or not, um, that just doesn't exist. So whether it's a medical professional or a mental health professional, if they are licensed, they have a licensing board within the state that they are licensed. And so there are certain qualifications that they need to continue to meet to keep their license. So is it foolproof? No. Are there some really bad therapists out there? Sure. 
just as there are really bad doctors, really bad lawyers, really bad whatever. Any profession is going to have some people who don't know what they're doing and maybe even don't care what they're doing. But with these three things combined, social media, the coaching industry, and online entrepreneurship, it's, again, it's not that lines are blurred, it's that there absolutely are no lines any longer. And the harm that that can do to you as an individual can be quite significant, especially if what you're struggling with is quite significant. Um, again, there are some quality, meaningful certifications out there. So I don't want to completely make it seem like it doesn't mean anything at all across the board, but as the consumer, take it with a grain of salt. Thank you so much for spending this time and sharing this space with me. Together we heal. Make sure to subscribe. And if you haven't yet, make sure to leave a review. I'll look forward to connecting with you next time.